When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's no place like the cube. I'm Adele. And I'm Anna. And we are ACAD Productions. Get ready to nod your head and laugh out loud as we bring an unfiltered perspective to black life in predominantly white spaces. So, welcome to the Head Nod, Season 1, Black Life at a PWI. Amidst unfamiliar faces, they stand tall, undeterred. New paths unfurl and a landscape less traversed. Their heritage, a beacon. Their courage, a steady guide. At PWIs, they carve their narratives side by side. <laughs> Release. There were so many words that I did not know. Girl, they was just oh. like, we're going to put undeterred, traversed. Okay. <laughs> like, what is happening? I say it right to me about the first day of school before black people at a PWI. And that's what it said. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to the head nod. Boom, boom, boom. Ah. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> We've got another episode for you today, head nod family. What's going on, Adele? What's going on, Anna Deshawn? Good to see hey. you, friend. Good to see you too, my friend. And yes. today's show is really, really fun because we got like an expert in the building. Like someone who, who really is invested in student success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 Her name is Chandra L. McDonald. And she got letters behind her name. Letters. Adele. Meaning letters. very important person, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. DPA. Okay. Now, <laughs> no, but for real, family, let me tell you about Chandra. She is a student success strategist for real, for real. She is truly passionate about helping college freshmen survive and thrive during their first year of college so that they can graduate within five years. She is the author. That's right. She's actually written a book about this. Okay. She is the author of Academic Survival, Simple Strategies for Improving Your Grades, and she is the host of the Academic Survival Podcast. What's going on, Chandra? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And and I don't know. I mean, here's the deal, family. You might just catch us on her show, too. Yes, Yes, you will. 
We, we, we be outside. Because <laughs> we be outside. Yes. Now, Chandra, to kick off every show, we ask the good people to tell us the school you went to, the call okay. out, and the call out of your school. All right. But so you got a lot to... of schools though. So <laughs> you could just, just pick, you know. So, just pick. So the um uh, I will I will go with my first one, and that is uh California State University, Long Beach. And our call out is simple. It is go beach. <laughs> oh wow. Straight to oh. the point. <laughs> <laughs> go beach. You know what? That could not really be good. I did y'all have a football team? That, we used to. I say it doesn't give that. It doesn't give that they had a football team. I mean, the moment you get just a little drunk, that beach mm. might be a lot of things. Ish. A little bit of ish. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I was just oh thinking of gosh. it as an activity. They just missed to the go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> go beach. <laughs> yeah. Right. My 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 other school was University of Laverne, and I, I, you know I don't know. I don't know what they're called. Well, we do say if you don't know, what would you make up for it? Like, what would Ooh, you? Okay, let's see. Think it would um, be. Oh, it's hot out here. <laughs> because my my first my first school is in Long Beach, so it is close to the water. Mm-hmm. The other school is so much further inland that it is known for being hot. So. Dang. Yeah, so that's what we would. That's that's would be the call out. Just have Nelly song hot in here <laughs> playing in the background. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But we don't want nobody taking off their clothes. Okay, <laughs> might be too we late. Don't. It's so hot, Anna. It might be. Too oh, <laughs> it might be. It actually brings Ooh. back this crazy college memory. We had a streaker or two for sure. Yeah, we did too. <laughs> did, did, what was the that was a thing at PWIs. They just like to be naked. <laughs> That's just kind of their thing. No, we didn't have any naked. We didn't have any streakers. Just, you know, the typical, you know, it's it's raining, but y'all got on shorts and flip Oh, yeah. <laughs> and them soggy Uggs in the middle of the rain, smelling up the place. Yes. Yes. We've said in the past before, like, I used to get up in the morning and look out the window and try to see what the weather was. But I would not move from that window until I saw a black person. Cause you just do not know. White folk have on hoodies and shorts and, and sandals and a wool hat. You're like, what is the weather? <laughs> so you just wait, wait till one of us walk back. Because I'm, because I'm terribly confused by you. So at confused. This point. What is your outfit? So confused. <laughs> we we need our we need our own weather channel. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what made you decide to go to a PWI? Well, let's see. For me, um, it was the school that was the closest to my house. And I, um, I just, I, I was torn between, literally I was torn between, do I want to go to Howard University? And then when I realized that I probably didn't have the requirement to get in, <laughs> I, um, I, I, had other, I had other options available to me. So anyhow, when I was in high school, I was in a program called Upward Bound. And um, it was for like first generation, low income high school students to, um, you know, to get into college. And uh, Long Beach, the California State University, Long Beach, for short, we call it Long Beach State. Um, they were, that was the university that sponsored our school. And so they provided activities and um, like a summer program and a number of other things for uh, for the local high school students. And so 
for me, that was my, that was a logical choice because I had all the assistance I was going to need in order to get in. Nice. Yeah. So that's, so that's why I ended up choosing uh, that school. Yeah. So you walked on campus. What was that like that first time? So, So, you know, um, I had kind of a, kind of an advantage in that since the, since Long Beach state, like literally was taking students from like my high school and a number of like, uh, inner city high schools. My first time on campus was actually while I was in high school and rather than as a, rather than as a college student. And so, um, it didn't feel as overwhelming as it could have felt because again, I had already been there for high school. And then I, I participated in the summer program for Upward Bound, which literally allowed me to stay on campus while I was in high school with a bunch of high school, other, uh, with a bunch of other high school students, but it literally allowed us to stay on campus for I think about four or five weeks. And so I was very familiar with the campus when I was in high school. Then we had a, what we call it a, a summer bridge program, which again, took first generation or low income college students and provided a transition. So literally the summer before going into uh, my freshman year, a number of us participated in that program. So literally my first day of college felt like, where are my people? Yeah. <laughs> where are the people I spent all summer <laughs> with? So it was, it was, um, it didn't feel, um, I, it just didn't feel odd. I didn't feel like I was out of place again. Where's my people. So, so that's what that experience was like. That's awesome. That's really, yeah, that's really dope. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot about Upward Bound. I know in undergrad, we even had people who were mentors mm-hmm. to young people who would come to, on campus who were part of the Upward Bound program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only heard good things. So that's really, really dope. Yeah, I, I was I had the benefit of so when I was in college, when I was in high school, rather, I um I didn't meet all the college requirements to get in. And so I got into college through the EOP program and um, it allowed me to like I was short on the math credits and I was short on I think it was something else. No, no, no. Actually, it was just math. But um, but my application was like was walked in through the upward bound program. Like they hand delivered my application to to the university. So I, you know, I just felt like it gave me an advantage. That's so wonderful. That is. Cause so many people probably didn't have that opportunity and and they wouldn't have been accepted without those requirements. Yeah. You know, and so big ups to upward bound. Yes. Okay. Making it happen. Yeah. (laughs) Making it happen for the people. Now, you're on campus, you comfortable, you like, I've been here. Okay, I know where the food hall is, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm looking for my people. What did you get into on campus? Oh, gosh. Let's see. Well, um, mostly parties. Okay. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on, tell like, me about the turn about these parties. So, so, so um, I was really interested um, in, okay, so small little small little thing okay are we so are we whispering in, now so we're, we are, whispering. we're whispering when i, like I was this. in when i was in high school you know remember i told you i was like behind on my math credits uh-huh. so i i tried to go to a local uh, city college so that i could get caught back up 
but I didn't pass. So I, guess, <laughs> so I didn't get caught up. But what I did get was a college ID. Oh, and so when I was oh, in high school, I would go to the the parties at Long Beach State. Um, and I would use my, the college ID from Long Beach City College to get into the parties at Long Beach State when I was in high school. Ah. So, you were already locked in in so many ways Yo. before getting to the actual college. You was having a pre-college college experience. I was. Okay? I like, really was. You were already having you. it. Let me tell you, I didn't see this coming, okay? At all. I did not see this ball, coming. Okay? At I'm all. glad we started to whisper. Yes. Okay? It all came out. So what were the parties like? Yes. They, they were they were really fun you know they were um they were they were hosted on campus it wasn't anything that was too <laughs> wild like i'm afraid to date myself <laughs> don't, worry. But, don't be afraid I, don't be afraid but but <laughs> so um the um uh, the electric slide okay yeah we still do that, the electric slide we, still do. we good yeah good. yeah good. yeah yeah but <laughs> it, it originated like when I was in college. <laughs> so, oh, so, <laughs> I got you there. It was, it was, yeah. So I was, got so, you. So, so like, um, you know, and, and, and it was the, uh, uh, digital underground hump, the humpy dance. Like yes. it was the perfect, it was the perfect song to do the electric slide to. Yes. So that's, that's how long it's been. So yes, I no, am dating myself. Though, the but humpy it, dance is a whole vibe. Like college <laughs> love? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. That's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So the other things that I got into, you know, I was a struggling student. So um, aside from, you know, trying to do have fun on the weekends, I I wasn't involved in, um, you know, there weren't any any um as a matter of fact there was a fraternity a fraternity or it was like a co-ed fraternity sorority thing Mm -hmm. i think it was called hotep that was started um when i was on campus (laughs) but uh, but prior to that it was just it was just a greek it was just all greek but yeah but i don't I didn't. I didn't do any of that. I mean, good. I, I kind of feel like that's good. Like, okay. <laughs> don't want to be a whole right now. Is there? Is there? Is there? I don't even. Remember, I just remember. I just remember them starting. But it sounds like do they have? Do they have another history that I'm not aware of? Well, you know the politic of the thing. You know, yeah. I don't think okay. it's uh, anything you want to have to do with. Really. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Okay, no well, whole tips. No yep, no okay. tips around here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This so what else was going been, on? Like, quite random for me right now. It was like the pre-college, <laughs> college experience, the ID, the whole tips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to process. And let me tell you, <laughs> with the I'm a person, with the I'm important person, you know, letters behind your name, I didn't see the fake ID coming. I I and I, I damn sure didn't see the whole tips. Um, that, that came out of Definitely field. did not. So yeah. what did you major? What did you major in? What did you study? So I studied criminal justice. I okay. wanted to be, um, I wanted to be a probation officer. So I, uh, you know, I've had members in my family who um, had run-ins with the law, but just very loving, caring people who, you know, um, there's a difference between 
have like making bad choices and, and having bad choices. And they just really just didn't have the same opportunities that I had. And so I had, um, just really a compassion. So I wanted to be a probation officer. And at the time, criminal justice was more about rehabilitation and not, um, not, you know, not punishment. And so that's why I was, um, going down that route. And then, um, the three, the three strikes you're out, Mm-hmm. legislation came into effect literally while I was a criminal justice major. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this is not what I really wanted to do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I went to school to become a probation officer. So what thank did you, you president Clinton. Like switching to, and kind of, how did you, how did you find that major for yourself? Yeah. So I ended up switching to, well, I stayed with probate with um, criminal justice, but when I graduated, um, didn't have a job. So I immediately rolled into, a, a master's program, master's in public administration. And while I was in school, um, I was looking for a job and uh, was was literally trying to get into the California Youth Authority. And at the same time, um, throughout my journey in college, I struggled a lot when I was a, a freshman. And then at, over time, I improved my grades, graduated with honors. And so um, the federal government had a program called the Outstanding Scholars. And it didn't matter what your GPA was as long as you had a minimum GPA of a 3.5. I'm sorry, it didn't matter what your major was as long as you had a minimum GPA of a 3.5. And so I applied to the Federal Aviation Administration and got in. So I didn't end up going down the criminal justice route at all. Instead, I went down uh, aviation security. So went from criminal justice to more like anti-terrorism. Okay. Listen. You are so no. resourceful. Like, found no. all the programs and the different things. Get in. A didn't work, yes. so I went B. B didn't work, so I found C. Listen, yes. get what they yes. a way. And C is much larger than B. You went from (laughs) criminal justice probation officer to my for my local cousin to uh, anti terrorism (laughs) for the whole country. (laughs) For the whole country, for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. So the um, so the university at the time had had a uh, a career center. I mean, I know they still do, but um, it was literally a dial up. Like for full time jobs, press one. For part time jobs, press two. Wow. And just literally went through this automated system. Heard about the job. Applied for. And um, the rest is history. That's awesome. And times have indeed changed. But that's yes. awesome for press one. I'm telling you. Full time press one. <laughs> if you did that to the kids today, the kids today would be like, what? Right? They wouldn't even know how to write down the number. They'd be yeah. like, wait. Hold on. They say, just press the number? That's cool. Yes, yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Party on at this PWI. So I know earlier, um, you know, we were kind of talking about music a little bit and the electric side and all that. But like, so we have a few segments. So one of our segments, we do talk about music. So what okay. is 
a song that you learned that, you know, was created by a white artist or something that you may not have been exposed to prior to going to a PWI? Ooh, there is, um, I just keep hearing this, like this song is like, get into your car and drive to the other side. I can't think of the name of the song though. Um, mm. but I loved me some, um, what's the, uh, Boy George, I loved Boy George. I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any songs of right now. Ah, yeah, I am so sorry. Uh, before we, before we, before we go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a song for you. <laughs> so that song is it? Stepping out by Joe Jackson. No. What did you just find? Eh? <laughs> what are you? I googled what Chandra said. Get into the car and drive Get to the other side. Step it out by Joe Jackson. To the. Uh, I don't. You know what it. I don't know. I'm sorry. The Bad internet guess. says Bad it guess. was released in 1982 on the Night and Day album, and the artist is Joe Jackson. We learned something new today on the head nod, okay? The other there's Joe a, Jackson. There's a white Joe Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. His name is Joe Jackson, though. That, that in itself is crazy. <laughs> I was like, Joe Jackson? Joe Jackson? You heard me like, and oh, no. Wrong, wrong Joe. <laughs> wrong Joe. <laughs> Which got me thinking about Cotton Eye Joe. But oh, anyway, no, no. I know it's no, your favorite song. No, Adele. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. So, Chandra, we had this segment called No Place Like Home. And it's all about like the moment you were at school and you were like, I cannot take this PWI anymore. I just want to click my heels three times and go home. (laughs) Did you have any of those moments? So I kind of cheated because, you know, I lived in the same city that I went to school in. (laughs) So for me, um, I, I got to go home. (laughs) <laughs> like I like I like I I literally got to go home. So um I didn't let me think for a second. Um if I had a a, a no place like home moment, it would probably be more <laughs> related to probably more related to academics than mm-hmm. than just the than just the experience, right? Like um yeah. So I'm thinking like probably there was a situation where um, we had a, there was a a professor for, I think he was like an educational, educational occupation. Like anyhow, it was a, there was a professor. I can't remember the exact subject that he taught, but um, we had a moment where he made some um, inappropriate, like completely inappropriate comments about black students and about black people in general Mm -hmm. and basically um, indicated that, you know, our history really originated with slavery. And so um, that created a whole uproar among the black student union Mm and uh, the black students in general. And so long story short, that professor ended up, um, I don't know if he ended up retiring, but he, anyhow, he was, he was removed. That would probably be um, a moment that not necessarily like I need to be back home, but just kind of like, wow, like this is, um, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this um, from, because, you know, with me being um, at Long Beach State and it 
being a predominantly white institution, like that's when I was there. Although there was indeed um, diversity, it was still a predominantly white school. But the but Long Beach is so diverse that um, that there wasn't. I didn't feel like I was um, like the sole black person, or I didn't feel like I didn't have like my people, you know, on, around me or on campus. Um, again, like I said, when I was in that upper, I mean, that summer bridge program, it allowed me to meet a lot of, of people who had had similar backgrounds. And so, um, I didn't really feel that, um, you know, that sense of, I need to be back home other than, you know, that particular moment is the one that like, that stands out to me, like, like, Oh, like I didn't realize that we were not as, <laughs> that we weren't going to be as unwelcomed as, as mm-hmm. we were. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know whatever happened to that professor? Um, I know that he was, he, he didn't finish out the, that year and I don't recall him coming back at all. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like crazy to me. Like, you know, we've talked about this a few times with a few different guests on where, you know, when we get on these campuses, we find our people, we find our community within fellow students. And then if some are lucky, a few faculty and staff, but it's like, as a professor, you can't, it's, it's supposed to be something secure there. Like you're here to teach me, you're here to do all these things or whatever, right. but to kind of still come out your neck sideways with something just super ridiculous. Like that's going to be okay on like a professorial collegiate level. Like you don't need to yeah. be here. That's, that's Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a professor who um, was just really made all black students feel like they were at home. And nice. so, <laughs> yeah. And so like we would just, people would just pile into his class. Like when, it, when is he teaching? And I remember his name was, um, was professor Ra. Like when is he teaching? <laughs> and people would just pile into this class, to his classroom. We also had, um, Dr. Karenga, you know, the, 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 uh, founder of, uh, Kwanzaa wow. also taught at my, taught, nice. taught at my university. So I had him for a class briefly. Um, and, we also had um, one of the things that I loved at the time was we used to have these annual black consciousness conferences. And so they would bring in, um, you know, people from different universities and it was just like a full weekend of black consciousness. And so that was, um, that was really, uh, I think that was really like really gave me a, a sense of um, belonging and um just being able to be around in an educational setting that like, if anything, that would have been like my little HBCU. Right. <laughs> like that, that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that particular week, that particular weekend. So our school at the time was really known for that conference and I don't know what happened to it, oh. but, um, but over time, you know, even though I, I went to a, a PWI, like the demographics have changed so drastically that that school's my, my, my undergraduate school is no longer predominantly white. Yeah. That's pretty unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's predominantly um, Hispanic now. That's the largest, that's the largest demographic. Love that. And that conference sounds so progressive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It tracks yes. that it would be in California. That tracks, uh, <laughs> you know, like where you're located, but it sounds incredibly progressive. And it sounds like they brought some probably, Sounds like they brought some dynamic people to campus. Oh, absolutely. To help make y'all feel like you weren't, like you were yep. at home. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> not this week. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today or tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> My classroom looked different. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I have a question. How did you know? How did you know? So our other segment is how did you know? So was there a moment when you were walking around campus and you were enjoying it that you knew this was a good fit for you and you were happy to be here? What was that moment? Oh, so this actually happened quite early on. So remember when I was, um, so I, at, at two moments. So remember when I told you I, I participated in the Summer Bridge program? Well, in the Summer Bridge program, um, we got to know each other so well that people had nicknames. And um, there was this one guy, he was from Oakland, and he we, we nicknamed him when we were in Summer Bridge, and his nickname was Cornbread. <laughs> and so, so it was the time on campus where, you know, when we're all seeing each other one again, once again after having, having had our break, you know, in the summer, after Summer Bridge was over, and it was just literally like hearing someone shout out, and it was like wait where is it he was really tall like i don't know like six two six three and so that was one moment and then another moment it's gonna sound so so weird but so when i was um then this was actually during summer bridge now that i think about it but um i was eating in the dining hall so when i was in when i was on campus actually going through school i didn't live on campus because I lived close. So there was no yeah. way that we were going to pay that kind of money when it's a 20 minute drive. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, so I, so I stayed at home, but during summer bridge, um, there was a time where just going through, just going through the line, like making, you know, like uh, in the dining hall, going through the, the, what feels like an assembly line, trying to figure out what you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, they had some cornbread. And I got some cornbread and then I went over to, you know, the, the beverage dispenser. I go over to the de- beverage dispenser, pour me some milk and my cornbread, <laughs> topped it off with sugar. And then one of um, one of my um, fellow uh, classmates was like, cornbread and milk? You eating cornbread? Now, I don't know if you guys are from this. I don't know, you know, if, you're, if you've ever had <laughs> cornbread and milk. It was, most, most people will have cornbread and buttermilk, but that was a thing. And so when somebody was like, Cornbread milk, like just the fact that they recognized that this that this weird thing that I was making was cornbread with sugar and milk in it, and and they were able to relate that that was one that was Aww. a moment for me. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I have not experienced that, but oh, uh, okay, <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. It's better if the if it's better if the cornbread is hot. Like my mom, my mom would make would make like cornbread collard greens and she's like you're not gonna eat them together no i'm eating my cornbread hot with my milk wow. <laughs> let me pour some sugar in. yeah so cornbread so sugar milk. goes on the bread or in the milk so it's almost like it's almost like a like a cereal so you put I was your, just your about corn- to say you had cornbread cereal you yes <laughs> you made your own cereal <laughs> yeah well adele you, don't like soggy bread I so don't. <laughs> Chandra, we have to excuse her right now because she don't. also don't eat dressing. Okay, Mm-mm. so but I am very interested in this concept. Now, my mom from Mississippi. I don't know where in the South this originated, oh, but your, I, your mama's got to know. And about to be eating some soggy milk bread. After yeah, this. yeah, mm. your your mama's got to know. So you get your cornbread, you put it in a bowl, you heat it up, you um, put some sugar on it because, like I said, I don't use I don't use buttermilk. So you put some sugar on it. 
pour you some milk in the bowl and mash it up. Oh no. And then you <laughs> <laughs> and then eat it. It oh, is man. so it is so good. Oh, no. Anna, you'll have updates in a couple of weeks, right? Because I, I won't. I won't be <laughs> Google it. The second you said Google put it. the milk in, I was out. Okay. I'm literally that person. My cornbread will be on a separate plate so that no liquids <laughs> touch my bread. Like I cannot. <laughs> I need to hear from the people on this one, okay? Yes. I need to yes. hear who else is eating cornbread and milk, okay? Yes. Google it. I'm telling you. <laughs> no soggy breads. I don't even drink milk like that no more to even try this because I can't imagine it's good with almond milk. You need, like, you real need milk. milk. <laughs> well, that'll probably give you your sweetness, though. Like, almond milk has a little bit of sweetness mm. to it. <laughs> I won't be doing that, but power to you. <laughs> Ooh, my stomach got hurting. Ah. I got to check with my peoples. <laughs> I got to check with my peoples. No for me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, okay, I know it's a no for you. And <laughs> it is those moments where you feel seen mm-hmm. that make PWI environments tolerable yeah right like Chandra you've mentioned like finding your people you've had your people before you even before she even was, got on campus okay like, people was at the pre-people campus, meetup okay? okay it was a pre-people <laughs> meetup that happened right people the had way. nicknames okay cornbread the was way. a thing before we even stepped foot I was on say, campus were you right? corn, did they name you cornbread too like was that <laughs> right. <like> a nickname <laughs> no no <laughs> but it is those moments that stood out to you so many years later. And yeah. I think it's just so, so important. So and honestly, that was to hilarious. that point too, Anna, it's like, you know, one thing that I've enjoyed about us with this show is like, when you find your people, it's not just like your people, but commonalities. Like, it's crazy, right? Like, we all grew up in all different parts of the world, but we will find that line of commonality, like something that we all do or all have experienced or something that kind of helps us feel more connected while in these predominantly white spaces. And it's dope. Yeah. So. It really is because we talk about intersectionality, right? And we always go like race, gender, you know, sexual orientation. But Chile, it is about where you from. Where you from. Okay, like what region your parents came from, all those things make you who you are. They're all part mm-hmm. of your culture and all of us intersect. And so you standing over there, I could I could kind of picture this, okay? I can picture this moment of you standing there with some hot cornbread and some milk and somebody <laughs> being so excited to see you doing what you're yes. doing because it felt so real to them. Like, oh my God, you do that too. You know what I'm saying? And yes, then they probably yes, went and did yes. it too. It was like, forget this long line. I'm going to just get my three ingredients and get about it. Here. <laughs> <Okay>. Period. <laughs> get these lines. What? Yes. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. That's so awesome. I love that. So I tell us that. about your pot. So I am, um, I'm specifically, I'm interviewing uh, college freshmen as well as other college students and um, people who share experiences relevant to college life. So I just want to be able to um, have have a place where a student who maybe feels alone can like just drop in and feel like they they've got they've got a classmate who is going through similar experiences. And is that something that you wanted to create kind of based on your own journey? Like what inspired you to yeah, start with the freshman so, year? 
so my freshman year was um, was the hardest for me. And so that was the year where I really was like, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this. Um, I did not know it at the time, but um, I have a I have a, um, uh, a challenge with reading that I didn't realize. Like I knew that I was I knew that I struggled with reading, but I didn't know why. It wasn't actually until I was in my doctoral program that I realized what was going on, and and got diagnosed with um, it's called a vertical phoria. So my eyes don't track well together. Like um, and so when I so it makes it really causes me to slow down with my reading. And so my freshman year in college was the hardest for me because that was the transition from, you know, just home, uh, homework that was just, just wasn't as, just didn't have as much homework in high school as I did once I got to college. Like not necessarily the, the amount of homework, but just like it, you went from in high school, like we're going to cover this textbook all year versus, you know, we're going to cover this textbook in a semester. And, you know, rather tracking like one chapter a week, you're talking about several chapters before you have class again. So it was very hard for me to, um, it was very hard for me to catch up. I mean, like to stay on pace. And so I, um, I I struggled a lot my freshman year. And so that's where I have a, I have a sweet spot because all depending upon you, you know, your high school experience, you know, where you come, where you graduated from high school, you could literally be a valedictorian at a high school. And if it was not um, a, a high school that had, you know, a certain degree of academic rigor, you can get into college and fall behind. Yep. Or you can take a college placement test and find out that you're, they're putting you in remedial classes, but yet you graduated at the top of your high school. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I struggled my freshman year. Again, it was just keeping up, trying to keep up with all that reading. And on top of that, like reading also makes me tired. And so um, I just felt for uh, college freshmen. And then also knowing that, you know, the freshman year is the year that when students do drop out of out of college, it mostly happens during that freshman year. Mm-hmm. And so when I consider that for me, I knew that my ticket to a better life was going to be through a college degree. And had I dropped out, like, I don't know where I'd be because again, it was my GPA that landed my job. So, you know, to go from struggling to graduating with honors, to applying to a, to get a job that required me to have a certain GPA to even get in, I just, you know, I'm, I feel for students who might drop out, not knowing what lies ahead mm-hmm. and what doors may be open. Cause I've never heard anybody say, you know, I regret finishing college, but you always hear stories about people who, you know, regret it dropping out um, and just kind of like wonder where their life would have been had they finished. And so um, that's why I'm mostly passionate about college freshmen. Thank you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say that. Like, that's so awesome. And just like, yeah, because when you were talking, I think about the speech that we all heard when we started like our, our freshman year, look to your left mm-hmm. and look to your right. The yeah. likelihood of that person being here will not be, but then it's like, you know, yeah, you may have like your counselor or whatever, but they're just kind of there to just kind of check in once in a while. But to look at you who kind of come through, who, who's, who gone through the struggle and overcame it all to then be like, here is another anchor of like actual support and not just like, well, there might not be here. Figure it out. Type vibe, you know, <laughs> I can really just genuinely appreciate it. Like Anna said, thank you. I just, I, I really admire that. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah. So when I was, um, once I finished school, I just sat back and like thought about what my journey was like. And so that's when I initially wrote the book, Academic Survival, Simple Strategies for Improving Your Grades. Because literally I went from like, I hope I can make it <laughs> to to graduating with honors. And it was just simple stuff. And so I, I initially wrote that book. And then um, years later, I just decided to name the podcast after the after the book that I wrote. So, yeah. Yeah. And so this is y'all's cue to go check out the go podcast, out. okay? <laughs> Academic Survival and Chandra, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I laughed a lot today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the Head Nod Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on the Cube app and at DCP Official Across Social. Family, follow my sis Adele at I am Adele Coleman across all socials. And follow the coolest to ever do it, Anna Deshawn at Anna Deshawn on all socials. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really dig it, leave a rating and a review. Keep nodding your heads with us. Until next time, this is the Head Nod. <laughs>